0: Welcome to the Kindness Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Carly Riggs, and this is part two of our wonderful chat with Al and Linda Hubler. If you haven't listened to part one, you'll want to go back one episode and get caught up. So, here in the second half of our interview, we let Mark ask his parents some questions about what it was like to raise him. We talk about his brothers not giving him any special treatment, about being bullied. And Al and Linda learned some new stories about Mark that they had never heard before. We hope you enjoy part two of The Hewlers.
1: You're listening to the Kindness Warrior Podcast, a Down Syndrome of Louisville production, serving locally, sharing globally.
2: I love to tell the stories about jumping out of the window. Mom, do you remember
3: that? Oh, yes. Like we said, he was growing up with three tutors in the house, his brothers, and he learned good and bad things. (laughs) But um, one day, a neighbor came over and knocked on the door and said, do you realize your sons are jumping out of the upstairs window? I said, no, I didn't. So I quickly ran there was Mark with the pillowcase around his neck that he thought was gonna be his parachute. And so, <laughs> but he, anything his brothers did, he, you did it. Yeah. That was a
0: parachute. A parachute, was your parachute. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was your parachute. It didn't work I very love. well. didn't work very well, did it?
2: It doesn't work at all. Dad, do you remember when I was bullied in high school? What was that like for you? Well,
1: well, Mark really fit in. He was so positive um, that he didn't get too much bullying that we knew. He pretty much had. He pretty much could take up for himself, and um, like even some of the, my son's friends. They didn't realize that something was wrong with Mark until, again, he couldn't go to the same school that his brother was. So we really didn't get into too much bullying, I don't think, except maybe in high school. Uh, I think, um, Linda, you probably know that story better than I I do. when I first
3: noticed it, actually, was when Mark went to work. Mm -hmm. Um, They were young teenagers, I guess, working at McDonald's, and they were very rude, some of them. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times at the lunch break, Mark out came in one time, he was all by himself, everybody else was in a different area. Mm -hmm. And I I just saw a lot of um, little things like that. Mm -hmm. But as far as just really calling him names
0: or anything. I don't think that happened. At this point in our conversation, Mark cut in to protest the fact that he wasn't bullied much. He emotionally tells us a story that Al and Linda haven't heard before. First of all, I thought she would have loved me. I thought from hate it was dance Okay, and, so, uh, so you thought she had a crush on you, that she liked you.
2: Well, she liked him. She would start kissing on the dance. Oh.
0: Whoa. But,
2: um, <laughs> but mom did, and dad might not he know didn't this tell story. us that story. We're, we're learning <laughs> something ourselves. So okay. Was, okay. Well, right. But I didn't know. Then when I went to high school in New Albany, she came too. Okay. And I thought she was my girlfriend. I was wrong.
0: I thought she was my girlfriend, he said. We kept listening. Watching Al and Linda hear their 55-year-old son tell them a story like this that they had never heard was surreal. He told us that this girl, who he thought was in love with him, turned on him and started being mean, calling him names, bringing punks with her to taunt him. The story came to a head when this girl and her punks took Mark's jacket They took my jacket and tossed it back and forth and threw it up into a tree. I was in a punk sandwich, he said. He then tells us the jacket ended up in a garbage can. We all sat in silence for a little while. I had to wipe a tear. And then Al did what I'm guessing Al has always done when Mark or their family faces adversity. He changed the mood by reminding us that Mark never sharing that story with them makes him more alike than different.
1: You know, we say more alike and (laughs) different. You know, as we have family reunions, we we learn things with the other boys that we never knew. (laughs) And we just learned something new today. (laughs) I'll tell you, I share a story. When his youngest brother left for college, uh, he came to Linda and I and said, well, it's time for me to leave. I said well that's good where you going he says I'm gonna get my own apartment I said okay so we looked for a little place found a little place about two blocks away and we figured well that's gonna last about a month well he moved in there he never looked back Uh but uh, at the time he was trying to find him work and he founded work at a local manufacturer but he couldn't stay awake during the day and so we thought well maybe that's just characteristic of Down syndrome so he Because he couldn't stay awake, his his mother gave him a little timer to go in the men's room at break and take a little nap. And when the (laughs) bell went off, he'd go back. Well, that worked for a while, but eventually they they had to let him go. So we never thought much about it until about 10 years later, we were in Walmart, and a guy came over and picked him up and swung him around and said, Mark, where in the world have you been? And and he was kind of a rough-looking guy, and I thought, wow, where'd he meet this guy? And so I asked him. I said, "How do you know Mark?" He said, "Well, we had the nightclub at the, up at the end of the street, and Mark would come up and sing it with us until two o'clock in the morning." <laughs> I said, "Oh, now I know." <laughs> oh
0: my gosh!
1: So he's been—he loves to sing, and, and of course, he didn't tell us that either. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of things probably out there oh we don't know. Oh my gosh!
0: So you were going to the nightclub and singing karaoke. It wasn't Kelly Hogg, it was a live band. Ooh, nice. So you were go- staying up all night and then you were s- falling asleep at work? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you learned the hard way. Oh, yeah.
2: This, this one goes to my mom. Okay. She's she assuming all this.
3: Mom, what, what is your favorite story about Mo? Well, this is going back to childhood, mm-hmm. and um, equality, I guess, is what our sons might have had in mind. But there was always a football game or baseball game going on, and um, they were playing football this day. And I got the three boys aside, and I said, just let Mark make one touchdown. <laughs> Cause they, were, they were all making touchdowns, and I notice he had not made one yet. Well, I went on back into the house, and Here comes Mark covered in mud. I said, Mark, what happened? He said, I was running for a touchdown and all three of them tackled me (laughs) at the same time. So there was no touchdown for Mark that day. But there are many, many stories. I mean, from childhood to graduation to just, you know, family vacations. Yeah. Yeah. So many good news oh, I've got
1: a favorite story okay. I always tell. You know, when Mark was born, and of course, uh, we're Catholic, and, and uh, so in the church I can remember praying that God uh, give Mark enough intelligence that he knows, loves, and serves the Lord. And um, I you know, never thought much about it, and then many years later when Mark was living on his own, he was living with his grandpa, and uh, his, he kept his grandpa out of the nursing home because he did everything for him and uh, so we were putting up um, after his his grandfather died it was a big house and we were putting up storm windows and uh, Mark was working on the inside handing me the bolts and nuts and I was I was 20 feet in the air on a scaffold trying to hang uh, storm windows and I don't have many patients so I was kind of cussing and (laughs) and all of a sudden I looked up at Mark and he was looking straight at me and he said, God, he said, Dad, don't you know God can hear every word you say? And, and whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> and, he, and he said, it's not worth it. And it, I was 20 feet in the air, and I felt like I was no taller than a blade of grass. So yeah. I'll never forget that. Yeah. So I guess my, my prayers came true.
2: <laughs> Dad, what was it like to say we graduate?
1: Well, it was uh, it was amazing, Mark. I mean, um, no, I have to I have to answer truly. We did not expect you ever to go to college, and uh, I think um, to see you there and to see what it meant to you uh, was just something that uh, was so rewarding, and I'll never forget that.
3: And even the Louisville Crashers were there, or one of them, mm-hmm. the, the leader, mm-hmm. Mike. Uh, Mark. No, it's Mark Maxwell. Yeah. Uh, came Mark to and graduation, and I, I believe Carly sang the song. I did. I did. <laughs> was that somewhere over the rainbow, or um, what did you, uh, I no? think I sang "When Beneath Your My oh, Wings." Wind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wings, yeah. yeah. Yes. absolutely. It was a memorable night, but it almost caused a divorce. Oh, <laughs> when he, <laughs> we had. I had heard about it. I was in the meeting and we came home, and I thought that would be the end of it. Well. Al went to a second meeting, and <laughs> he came home, and he said, well, Mark signed up for college. I said, what? I said, I thought we were going to pull away. Now, this means three more years of driving to Louisville to all these <laughs> and I was just fit to be tied. Yes. And boy, was I wrong.
0: The Hublers, anything else you'd like to, to say before
3: we leave? No, just keep up the good work. Uh, you're doing amazing things, things that uh, would probably have been a dream <laughs> in 1964, but uh, you're making it happen for I sure.
1: But one thing, uh, our third son, uh, Greg, is in the process of writing a book about Mark and. Uh, it's causing Linda and I to go back and relive those years and it's really I think it's kind of a therapy as much as a book for us to really pull in the different uh, stories that we have and Lord knows there's plenty of them so that's We're be amazed a that we survived raising four
3: boys. Mark was one of the four, right? But uh, it was a real adventure. I think he's
1: yeah. entitled to book the miracle called Mark.
0: Oh, I love that! Well, we definitely keep us up to date on that. We will, we will post um, when that is ready okay. for, for readers. We will definitely post that. And I'll also post a link to Mark's website, markjhublerspeaks.com. I'll post right. that as well. And Mark, thank you for being my co-host. You were fabulous. Oh, you. thank you.
1: This has been the Kindness Warrior Podcast, a Down Syndrome of Louisville production. To learn more about Down Syndrome of Louisville, visit our website, downsyndromeoflouisville.org. If you have questions for us, email kindnesswarriorpod at dsoflue.org. It's also in the show notes. Music was written and produced by Alex Stotz and Owen Eiler. This episode was produced and edited by Ethan Holstein and me, Martin Lindsay. Your host was Carly Riggs. Thanks for listening to the Kindness Warrior podcast here at Down Syndrome of Louisville. We are serving
3: locally and sharing globally.